Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, how you doing? I hope you enjoyed yesterday's podcast. This is day two of the uh, daily podcast that I'm going to be doing over the next 30 to 60 days. Anyway, just wanted to talk to you today about selling on the selling side. Yesterday we did the uh, buyer side. Today we're going to do selling. And then the next day, which is going to be Monday, because we're only going to be doing this Monday to Friday, we're going to be talking about a mortgage question. So with regards to selling, what I wanted to talk about, uh, which I think is probably pretty important these days, is listing price. Certainly always been sort of a tricky thing to do in terms of, you know, what price do you list your property at? Um, Realtors typically, you know, very traditionally, they like to list properties at what is deemed to be market value and then play from there. Now, over the last few years, obviously the market's been very, very different. Properties have been selling way over list price. I think last year, on average, the highest month we had was, I believe, was in April of last year, April of 2017. Properties were selling, on average, 111% of their list price. So, obviously, crazy hyperinflation going on in the marketplace. This is certainly not the case anymore. But nonetheless, that list price really plays a big role in how fast you can sell your property and how much you can sell it for. So, basically, you've got three different approaches that you can do when you list a property. You can either list it overpriced, which a lot of people have the tendency of doing because a lot of people believe that their house is worth more than what it is actually worth. Or, you know, if they look at the comparables, they go, oh, yeah, I get that, but mine's better. And, you know, it, the natural tendency is to try and want to try and get as much money as possible. And we get that, okay? So your options are either overprice it, price it at market price, or price it under market value. So let's talk about those three things. If you price it overpriced or over market value, what you're doing here is more than anything, you're going to be helping your competition sell their property because buyers today have as much access to information as you do. And when they look at a property that's overpriced, guess what they know? They know it's overpriced. And then the worst thing is, is even people that don't know, when they come into the marketplace and they see that your listing is not selling, it's been on the market two, three, four, six weeks, two months, you know, then they know, hey, this property's not selling. We're obviously in a really hot market here. This thing's not moving. They know it's price. So you're not really fooling anybody. In fact, you're just wasting your time. And quite honestly, you're really frustrating yourself in the whole process because you're prolonging the process when it really doesn't have to be that long. So overpricing today is definitely not a good option. The second option, of course, is pricing it at market value. So you see what the property is worth, you come up with a value, and then you price it at that. Right now, if you take a look at the averages in the Waterloo region, properties are selling on average somewhere around 99 to 100% of their list price. So that's on average. So what that indicating to me is there are many properties that are selling over that 100%, some selling under, but in order to get that average, obviously that's skewing the numbers, okay? So let me tell you a little interesting story about pricing at market value. I had a listing a couple months ago that we listed at market value. It was a two-story condominium in the north side of Galt. We listed it for $310,000. And it was on the market for about two weeks, didn't move. Anyway, we spoke to the seller. Uh, our initial 
consultation with him was to list it slightly below market value, which he felt uncomfortable doing. But finally, what we did was because it wasn't selling, we decided to reduce it. We actually resubmitted the listing. We reduced the price to two ninety nine nine, and guess what we got? We got three offers on the property, and guess what it sold for? Three hundred and ten thousand. Why didn't it sell at three ten when it was at market value? Folks, I don't know the answer to that question. I just know it's a very interesting dynamic that's going on in the marketplace. Okay, and then of course your third option, which I was talking about, which was listing it under market value. Now people's concerns about that is they are very concerned about leaving money on the table. And I can assure you, if this exercise is done correctly, that won't happen. Okay, because what you want to do is when you list your property below market value, you're going to sign a document called the 244 form. And that is a seller's direction where you are instructing your realtor to withhold offers from being presented to you for X amount of days, usually somewhere between five and seven days. That way it gives the buying community enough time to want to come in and look at the property. And then at the end of that time, you're going to have two, three, four, who knows, 10, 12 offers. And then you can pick and choose the one that's best for you. That's going to get you the highest price. That's what's going to work today. Now, one thing about listing underpriced, okay, you've got to be almost obnoxious about the price because if the property is just listed slightly below market value within a few thousand dollars the the process doesn't work it's got to be to a point where when somebody looks at the listing they go oh this this thing is definitely underpriced that's what you want that's what you that's what's going to attract attention to your property it's going to get multiple buyers to the table and then you can pick and choose which buyer you want to sell it to now keep in mind of course if you are ever uh, presented with what they call a bully offer. So an offer before the specified date within which you want to entertain offers. Remember, when these people come in with a bully offer, the objective here is for them to give you an offer high enough for you to not want to wait or take the risk of selling you know, or not selling in five to seven days. So something to entertain, I would say, Pay very close attention to the guidance of your listing agent to make sure you're doing the right thing. We've been in situations where we've advised our people to take bully offers and we've been in other situations where we've told them to wait. So make sure that you stay, pay close attention to your listing agent, sign a 244 form delaying offers, and you should be good to go. Anyway, hope you liked this episode and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.CambridgeHouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.